Hi, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The Gab with Brielle. I'm Brielle, your resident host and bestie, and hi, hello. I hope you're off to an amazing week, and per usual, I am so glad that you are here. So if you're not new here, without further ado, let's get into Thoughts of the Week. So Thoughts of the Week, your girl is freaking out. I think it really just hit me that I'm moving very, very soon, and I have decided that I've been living my life all wrong, and why have I not become a minimalist? Because why do I have so much stuff? Like, looking around, I'm like, oh yeah, like I have a desk, I have a couch, like a closet, some dishes. I'm like, it's too much. Where did all of this stuff come from? And I'm like, okay, moving forward, we have to cut down. Because being an extremist, like I am, it's just... It's too much. I'm like, where did these eight papers come from? Like everything must go. So I'm going through this huge like purging in my life of just like, I don't need this clothes. Like I don't need this extra paper. Like I don't need this candle. And I just find this whole thing ironic because if you listen to last week's episode of moving heartbreak and other stories, I'm like, we needed to purge that too. So basically I'm going through a huge purge in my life and it is... A lot, a lot. I think there's so many feelings that get brought up with moving and like leaving everyone you know behind and just starting over like I have my favorite coffee shop here my favorite sushi place here I like know what friends I have here just like going into the unknown I I think I've come to the fact that like mm, not a huge fan of change at all but I just feel like once I have everything like packed and in a box then I'll feel like much more you know chill I've just never been more triggered by bubble wrap in my life like everything's bubble wrapped. I have boxes everywhere. Like it really looks like an episode of Hoarders in here. And I'm just like, it's, it's too much. There's so much going on, but I promise moving will not be my personality for much longer because before you know it, a new city is going to be my personality and you're going to hear all about it. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, stay tuned for all the vlogs because the girls that know, know. And then I guess on the other tip of talking about last week's episode, I know it's just like, oh my God, like you bounce back. It's like, <laughs> no, babe, did not bounce back in one episode. But I was talking to my friend about it and literally she said something I won't forget and she was like sometimes the best way to move on is to just move on so like I'm gonna take that advice and just like you know what sometimes like it things just are what they are and you just gotta move on so that's that's what I'm focusing on and Also being among the boxes probably helps distract me as well. So basically, if you two are going through heartbreak, use a distraction. Always works. Very foolproof. So without further ado, let's just get into this week's topic. So I was sitting here thinking, what do I want to talk about? And as I've been starting a new job, I kind of have been thinking of career choices and navigating the workplace and different things that I've been through. So today I kind of just wanted to get into the career mistakes that I have made so you don't have to. Starting off, 
negotiating your salary. Now, my first job, I didn't negotiate my salary because I was straight out of college and I didn't have anything to leverage. And they were just like, oh yeah, like we're not negotiating on this and I wanted the job, so I just took it. But if you can negotiate, always, 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 if there's one thing you take away from the podcast, always negotiate your salary. And I will tell you the exact reason why. So story time, I'm on a call with my coworker and she's like, oh, Brielle, I'm gonna call you after, like I have to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, girl, like no problem. We get on and she kind of starts like hinting at like salaries. And she's like, oh, like how many years of experience like do you have etc like I was just like wondering and then we got talking about salaries and she was like yeah like I made x amount I just want to make sure that they're not lowballing you because based on other team members it seems like I'm the one who got lowballed so she had like near to eight years of experience and through our conversation it kind of came out that she was making like less than me and to give you an insight I don't have close to eight years of experience. So it was kind of one of those things where she's like, you know, I was just so excited to take this job and I didn't even think twice about the salary. I just figured I'd make it work or, you know, that's just what they paid everyone. But it turns out like that's not the case. And she was like, you know, I'm really like proud of you or just like, you know, that was really good of you to negotiate your salary. So I say this, always, always, always negotiate your salary because you just never know. Next up, neglecting self-care and burnout. Listen to me when I say use your PTO. If you don't know what PTO means, it's paid time off, but use your PTO. There are so many days. You know how you just have those weeks of just like, Like, I just can't do it today. Like, I just need a me day, a recap day, et cetera. And we're at the point where we're early in our careers. So unless you work at a company with unlimited PTO, which is pretty rare, you have like a bucket. So for me, my mindset was, oh, like, I want to save most of my days until like the end of the year so I can get like a longer Thanksgiving, a longer Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm really going to savor those days for the end of the year. So like, when I'm feeling burnt out, usually towards the middle of the year where there's like no holidays, like that April through like August type thing, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna push through. Like, I know I'm tired, but I wanna save those days. And it's just like, it's not, it's not worth it. I know PTO days are like few and far in between, but I am literally kicking myself that I was just like, I have to hold on until November, December. It's like, babe, if you don't take the day off, use your PTO. And then also I found myself kind of having this guilt of like team needs me it's just like the team can go a day with you not you know available online in the office whatever take the pto day because i found myself getting burnt out in the workplace way faster because i didn't decide to do that next up know when it's time to leave a good indicator of this is crying in the bathroom more than once a quarter is a good indication that it's time to go either that Or if you're having, you know how you have those coworkers that you're like, you know what, I think like I can trust you with some stuff. And you're having these vent sessions with your like close, close, like family, like coworkers. 
I would say more than like two to three times a quarter. Like it's time to evaluate. Like, okay, like I'm crying in the bathroom. I'm constantly having vent sessions with my close coworkers. They're having vent sessions with me. Like maybe perhaps I need to read the room, you know? So just keep in mind of that. Next up, if you don't dream of work, that's okay. So there's this whole discourse that, we were told or I was told when working of like if you have a job that you love you'll never work a day in your life and just because your job is something that you do it's not everything and that doesn't mean you're selling out or it's wrong if you're like I don't wake up and like woohoo to work because I was watching this one video and this girl was like, it's okay not to dream of work. I like to go hiking and hang out with my friends and watch Netflix, but like no one pays for that. So it's just like, it's okay if your job is something that you do and it's not something that you are. And really working to cratel my personal life so that, you know, my job is what I do, but I also have a full life and other things outside of that was also really important to me. Next up, network, but be careful. It's still work. Now, this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. I learned that it's so important to network. Like you should get to know people, add them on LinkedIn because you never know. But it's so, so important that when people ask you like how you feel about the company or how you like your boss or how you like your job, like it's not always because they care about you or have your best interests. So it's just really, really important to like use your discernment of who you tell what because it's important to remember that it's still the workplace. Obviously, it's not like that with everyone. At every job I've had, like I've had coworkers that like I could trust like with my personal, with my real thoughts, but realizing that that is a very, 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 very small circle that you should be able to count on with one hand or maybe just two fingers, or maybe just one finger. And then last but not least is a fun one. Make sure your work clothes are something that you actually like. When I started working, I went out and I bought a whole bunch of business clothes. So your blazers, your trousers, your button-ups, etc. And I would go to work put together. You know, she would be snatched. But I wouldn't feel confident because those pieces aren't actually me. And don't get me wrong, like I can't just wear my jeans and like a regular t-shirt because most offices do have a dress code, but you should like what you wear. So for example, I decided like I'm not a blazer girl, like on my body type, I look stocky. It's just not for me. But you know what I do love? A cardigan. So I switched on my blazer for a cardigan and I realized like I can do a button up, but that can't just be my everyday shirt. Like sometimes it's tight. Like I just don't love it I feel too constrained so it's like okay you can pick a different business shirt that like fits you more and then like I got fun accessories so like you know fun dangly earrings or I wear a ring or a bracelet and just stuff to make it feel like me I feel like because my style is not quote-unquote like old money it's just like you can make business casual or business depending on what your office is you and like I forgot about that but 
definitely changing that has made all the difference. So those are all the things that I learned and the mistakes that I made so you don't have to. And hopefully you can use these tips to be your own corporate baddie. So without further ado, let's get into Ask Brielle, where you ask and I listen because babe, I'm here for you. This week, this week's question is, I recently graduated and started my first job, but I'm finding it a bit challenging to strike a work-life balance. I feel like I'm constantly constantly working and I'm afraid I'm missing out on all the fun of being in my 20s. Any tips on how to manage work-life balance and to still enjoy this phase of life? So my biggest thing would be to live for the week. So that doesn't mean that you're going out drinking like, you know, seven days a week, five days a week or Thursday through Saturday like you used to in college. It's more like put in little things in your week that you look forward to. So maybe Tuesday you schedule doing Pilates with your friend and then Thursday you schedule making mocktails and having a girls night in and Friday you schedule going to a bar with your friends. Like Put little things in to your week that you look forward to and don't just wait until all of it for the weekend because then you feel like the weekend always goes by so fast and I literally used to do that. If you have any questions you want me to answer, DM me on Instagram. I am here for you, but we can't end the show without the thing that I heard this week to make me say, I know that's right. So for this, we're going back to the trusted posted note if you've been here for a while if you know you know and basically I have this whole wall of things that just uplift me we'll definitely have to do an episode on wait season because I definitely feel like I'm kind of getting out of that season of my life which thank god but I saw this quote that I would always look at when I felt like I was stuck or just not in a great place And it is this quote that says, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts, which is just your little weekly reminder to just keep going. You got this. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have you. If you would like, follow me at the Gab with Brielle pod. All the moving updates, all the packing vlogs, the reveal on where am I actually going will be on there. So follow along. And with that, I will see you next week for another episode of The Gap with Brielle. Bye.